1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon, and I'm so excited that you're here today. 2020 has been quite a year. I mean, it's September already. How did that even happen? So since the new year is literally right around the corner, I've been thinking a lot about my marketing strategy and where I want to see my business in the new year. So with that being said, my first stop is always my website. So several times a year, I take a really good look, a really deep dive into my website. I look at the services that I offer, the messaging, the design, everything else that really makes for an excellent user experience. You know, I check everything. If something's broken, I fix it. If I feel like the copy needs to be punched up or it doesn't flow, or I've added some sort of new services, I rewrite the copy. And you might have noticed just recently I've revamped all of the services page on my website with new copy, new imagery, and you know, it's just part of owning a website. So if you missed your website spring cleaning this year, don't worry, there's still plenty of time. I um, do a website audit on my own website every year. I do this for clients all the time. I mean, not just annually, but I have a lot of clients that come in. They have a website that's, you know, maybe not functioning the way that they want it to. For whatever reason, I'll go in and do a really detailed audit. It's where I go through every aspect of the website. You know, I find out what's working, what isn't working, where we can improve things and, you know, really polish the website. So why is a website audit even important? Well, so many small business owners invest a tremendous amount of time and money and energy into their website. You know, they instinctively know how important it is, you know, so they'll either spend the time to create the website themselves or they spend a lot of money hiring someone else to build it for them. And then when they're finished, they think, that's it, I'm done. But there's a problem with that. A website's really never done. There's always new features, plugins, new design choices. You know, there's so many new features that come out every year. And if you built your website only a few years ago, you know, there's a good chance that the design right now may even look dated, you know, or is your website mobile optimized? You know, does it have different multimedia components like video? And in a website audit you can really go through the entire site with a really critical eye. You know, you can notice where things aren't flowing correctly. You can make those corrections and updates where necessary. And by doing a website audit every year or several times a year, you'll be able to avoid the headache of needing to do a massive website redesign every few years. And so there's dozens of reasons why you should make sure that your website puts your best foot forward online, right? So one of them is your branding, of course. So you want to think of your website as the storefront window of your business, right? Your brand should always speak volumes about who you are and what you value, you know, what you bring to the table for your customers. And when your customers or your clients, you know, they see your website, they see the colors, the logo, the products and services, you want them to instantly associate how they feel in a positive way, right, towards you. So, you know, you want that to either be born from experience or your digital marketing efforts. But either way, you know, just just as a really well-designed storefront window in a department store or in the mall, you really need your website to grab that visitor and pull them in. So when it comes to your website, branding really is the key. So the quality of your website will have a significant impact on how your visitors perceive your brand. So a website audit will really show your website's entire experience from point A, you know, where they drop into your homepage, your landing page, to point Z, which is where they make a purchase or they complete whatever call to action it is that you have on your website. So... A comprehensive website audit should really consist of two parts. You have your front end audit and your back end audit. So the front end is what everyone will see when they visit your website. So that includes the graphic design, the copywriting of individual pages and all of your interactive elements. It's really the user experience part of the site which makes it super imperative that it looks and feels fantastic. (laughs) The other part is the back end audit. So that's everything that makes the front end work properly. So the back end, you know, it's everything that's behind the scenes. So we're talking SEO, plugins, security, you know, the entire interface. And chances are that you might be a little less familiar with the back end of your website audit reasons. And, you know, a lot of times clients will have me do that part for sure, especially SEO. And, you know, sometimes even the front end part, you know, so before really diving in deep into the front end audit, you want to kind of do a quick tour. So I usually start on the homepage and I just kind of start clicking around, right? I'm checking out pages to see if things still really flow in a logical way. But I try not to overanalyze everything, you know. I just want to get a really general user experience, and then after I'm done, then I have a really good sense of how much change needs to be made, how much of a refresh am I talking about, and then I can really dig into the specifics of the usability. So um, I start with the homepage. So if you created your website, you know, a handful of years ago then you probably have a homepage that's probably in still really good shape. You know, it's probably a modern design. You know, that said, there's probably room for improvement, right? There's always room for improvement. So, you know, first take a look at the very top of your homepage. And the first thing... You know that you see is what your customers are going to see when they pop onto your website everything above that fold so what kind of impression does it make you know is it a positive one does it make them want to dig more into your website you know is there a call to action right there that's going to grab them that you can quickly you know get them to take some sort of action and you know hopefully build your email list by you know collecting their name and email address You know, there's dozens of components of your brand, but really one of the most important ones when people drop in is your logo, of course. You know, you really want to ask yourself, you know, how does the logo look? Where is it positioned? You know, am I happy with the design? Could it be bigger? You know, should it be smaller? You know, there's a lot to consider there. And a lot of times you may just need a refresh on the logo itself. And then as you go through the copy on your homepage, you really need to consider how much is there? Do you have too much content? You know, is there a way to structure it and, you know, take it from a massive paragraph into a way that's really easy for the average person to consume it? You know, on the flip side, you also don't want to have too little content. You know, you definitely want to have that personality infused story driven content that's really going to offer the solutions that they're looking for. And you want to make sure that you're keeping them on the page. You know, you don't want them to click off and go look at your competitor's site instead. And there is a happy medium when it comes to homepage web copies. So it might be a good idea to experiment until you do find that sweet spot or hire a copywriter. We do this a lot for our clients where, you know, we can really dig in and find that sweet spot in your copy and really flesh it and polish it up. And then, of course, calls to action again, super important. You want to make sure that you have a core lead magnet that's placed really prominently above the fold. You know, I'll leave um, a link to mine in the show notes so you can check it out. But those opt ins and lead magnets really are so important for moving people through your funnel. You know, it really allows your audience the time to get to know you better. They start to like you and trust you. And at a certain point, you know, they'll go from just being someone in your audience to becoming a client or a customer. And, you know, that will really help grow your business. So once you've kind of gone through the home page, then you want to move into your about page. So a really good about page, it needs to humanize you. <laughs> it needs to help your audience know more about you and your business. You know, you want it to have a really great photo of you or a video. Video is really fun, but a comprehensive bio that tells them, about, you know, about how you created your business, your credentials, you know, the details of your business. But, you know, you might want to include other things as well, maybe about members of your team or, you know, other important information. You know, you really want to put that really prominent. And another little secret is to add a opt-in, a lead magnet in your about page. If your website's like mine, one of the the pages on my website that gets the most traffic is my about page. So make sure that you do have an opt-in within that copy to grab people's contact information. And then it makes sense to go in and audit your services and products. So, you know, that's where most people will click around, you know, they're interested in some sort of service or product that you have to offer. So you want to make sure that it's really easy for them to navigate. You know, you want to ensure that each of your services or products has a dedicated page and that they all kind of follow the same template and have the same look and feel so it's really easy for people to scan the information you know you want to give them little small you know tidbits of information think bullet points you know you want to mix that in with some really effectively written copy and those calls to action again so that you can get your services and product pages to convert for you And then you'll move into your blog. So if you don't have a blog, you need a blog. (laughs) Blogs are amazing for really establishing yourself as an expert in your industry, but also really good for SEO. And if you've been keeping up with your content marketing over the years, then you probably have a lot of blogs like I do. I do one every week and have for years and years and years. And I found that the more free content that you offer, the better. I mean, It really is what establishes you as that expert in your industry, like we talked about. So first, you want to make sure that all of the links to your blog still works. You know, things do break. So you want to check that out. And it can be a little bit time consuming, but you definitely want to make sure that, you know, that page not found message doesn't pop up, you know, if someone tries to access the content. And if you have a lot of blogs, you know, several years worth, then, you know, the older ones are definitely going to be buried underneath a ton of newer content. You know, that content still useful. So you want to make sure that people can access it. So I have a search bar on my website, which makes it really easy for people to, you know, type in what they're looking for. If they're looking for help with social media. They type it in and they will get, you know, a whole list of different types of social media content from my blog library. So it makes it a really valuable tool to help your audience find exactly what they're looking for quickly. And your blogs also really provide you with a window into exactly what your visitors are interested in. And if you're looking at your analytics on a regular basis, you really can measure engagement with specific blogs. And you know if you see one that's doing a lot better than the others, then it's probably time to consider writing more content on that or creating an opt-in. You know, maybe that could become a product, you know, those type of things. So you really want to make sure that you're digging into your analytics on a regular basis. And then you'll move into your contact page. So you don't want your contact page to have too much information on it, but you don't want it to have not enough information either. It needs to be you know, pretty crisp and clean needs to include a call to action, your contact information. You know, if you do have a physical location, a Google Map plugin can be really great for them to locate you. But you want your contact page to be clean and simple. When it comes to the back end part of the website audit, there are some things you really want to take a close look at. So the first would be security. If is your website secure and safe for visitors to visit? You know you want to make sure that you have a valid SSL certificate and you know that's going to be super important. Google considers SSL when it comes to website ranking and SEO. So make sure you have a valid SSL certificate on your website. And speaking of that, you really do want to do a comprehensive check on the SEO on your site. So you know there's a lot of free plugins like the Yoast plugin for WordPress. That will do it automatically for you. And it's definitely worth installing. You might want to check out a podcast that I did on the five tips that will boost you in search results for SEO. Um, You can access it at jennylion.com forward slash 10, the number 10. And if you've been updating your security over time, generally most people have their site set up so the security updates will download and install automatically. But You know, it's pretty incredible how many people turn it off. (laughs) I don't know. Turn it on. You need to make sure that it's turned on. And if you have any plugins on your website, you want to make sure that they're updated, you know, and you want to make sure that there's no security holes in any of them. You don't want to, you know, open up any hidden doors for hackers to get into your site. And so there's a lot of things that you need to do in the back end just to make sure that you keep your site really secure. And the importance of maintenance is to do that. So there really is no difference between a car and a website. (laughs) You know, you would never think to yourself, you know, I'm not going to maintain my car. Of course you do. You know, if something breaks, you take it into the mechanic and you get it fixed. And we even do periodic checks to make sure that our cars are safe and functional. And the same should be for your website. Like all things, websites break down. Plugins will become out of date. Links break. Security can become compromised. And even after you do a website audit and fix things, unfortunately, it doesn't last forever. So it could be something, you know, as small as your contact page not working or a broken link somewhere. But you want to make sure that that user experience is really polished. So If someone comes to your contact page and they can't contact you, that's a huge problem, you know, and even if it's something as simple as a links broken in a blog section, you know, or even a misspelling in your web copy, those are the type of things that like stick out like a sore thumb to potential clients and can, you know, drive them away. So with monthly website maintenance, your website and features, you know, they'll be much less likely to go down due to technical reasons, But you also catch things you know you'll see if you get a 404 error or you know a typo so doing the maintenance on a very regular basis a monthly basis you can catch those things so what did we learn today about website audits well let's review so first things first you should do a website audit at least once a year if you can do it more often even better And we're not talking updating your website. You should be doing your web maintenance at least on a monthly basis. So second is websites really are the key part of your branding. You really do need to be thinking of your website as that storefront window of your business. You want it to be something that just grabs the user and pulls them in. And when it comes to a website audit, there's two parts. There's the front end and the back end. So again, the front end is all about that user experience. It's what the user sees. And then the back end is what's going on behind the scenes. You know, it makes the site function. And when doing a front end audit, you want to make sure that you review all of the pages with an eagle eye on the user experience. The usual pillars of a website are the home page, about page, services or product page, blog, and contact page. And next, perhaps you should get an outside eye to look at your site for you. You might be a little too close to it and you might not see, you know, those things that really could be fixed. Your blog post should be updated regularly to help boost your SEO and keep your site looking like it's well-maintained and loved. And the back end is just as important as the front end. You wanna make sure that you're always up to date on your security, your plugins, SEO, and back to website maintenance. Make sure that you're doing that website maintenance on a very regular basis. And of course, if this sounds like a lot of work, it is. (laughs) Website audits can take a few hours to really do a comprehensive view of everything that you need to look into to make sure that you improve your user experience. And if you want a little bit of help, well, I have it for you. I have a free download that I'll walk you through the whole process, walks you through step-by-step. Step. It's um, called my ultimate website audit workbook. You can download it at jennylion.com forward slash website audit. And of course, if you feel like you just you know don't have the time or the energy to do a website audit yourself, we do them all the time. We'd be happy to take a look at yours. So please feel free to reach out. I hope that you found this information on punching up your digital presence with a website audit helpful. Don't forget to download the step-by-step workbook over at JennyLyon.com forward slash website audit. And for all of the links mentioned in this episode, you can grab them in the show notes at JennyLyon.com forward slash 1313. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please make sure to subscribe. I'll be adding new content weekly and if you're not subscribed, there's a good chance that you could miss it. I can't wait to see you next week. We're going to be talking all about auditing your social media presence. So if you've been looking for tips and tricks to really take your social media to the next level, this episode is for you. It's a good one. So thanks for tuning
0: in. I'll see you next week.